Hey, what up? It's Tuesday, May 12th. Thomas Miller in the box on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Let's talk about a couple of things going on right up above our heads right now, and then we'll talk about the big story of the, the week, really, is what happens tomorrow morning at 2.44 a.m. when Venus turns retrograde. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Now, what is going on with the moon? So the moon is void, of course, in uh, Capricorn this morning, just until 11.38 Eastern Time, when it moves into Aquarius. But in the meantime, it just has transited, conjuncted in Capricorn, Pluto, Jupiter, and tomorrow will conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. Now, I'm not following the news as much as I was, but uh, just quick scan of the headlines, not much out there. So, see, this is where I get a little bit confused as to whether these little more subtle things, like we would think the moon might be some kind of a trigger agent as it crossed over Capricorn. I mean, that's a, that's a really sensitive spot in the chart. There are two sensitive spots in the chart right now. The latter decan of Capricorn. Now, by decan, we can take the 30 degrees of a sign and divide them into threes. First decan, second decan, third decan. And when we're talking about decan, so 20 degrees Capricorn forward... 20 to 30, that's the third decan of Capricorn, and that's where all the action is. Pluto is at 24, Jupiter is at 27, today the moon is at 27, and then right there at the cusp of um, Aquarius, where Saturn is in retrograde. So you've got Pluto in retrograde at 24 degrees, Saturn in retrograde, closing in, coming back toward Capricorn, And then the other thing is that that's all in a trine to the sun right now, which to me would just shine a brighter light on this karmic, spiritual, reconstructing work that is underneath all of this. Mercury's in on that trine, too. Mercury is sitting at one degree now, Gemini. Oh, and by the way, if you would like one of the download codes to Steve Forrest's Book of Fire... I worked out a deal yesterday. Uh, If you go to the website, audiobooksunleashed.com, and I think you can just right from the homepage there, search up. It's kind of a cool little deal. It gives you free codes to audiobooks. And I'm sure that there's, I I haven't applied for one. I put some up there. (laughs) So it's like I figured out how to get more codes for you guys for the Book of Fire. So if you didn't get in on that first round of, Download codes. Now, this will be it. I Audible gives us no more. So, I mean, when I say this is it, this is big time it. But if you would like in on some, there are a few left over there. Go to audiobooksunleashed.com and also Fred Dodson's Levels of Energy, which is an amazing book. Just understand life so much better through the lens of what that book talks about. Both of those are available for some free download codes, only a couple for each book. So get over there quick if you want to do it, audiobooksunleashed.com. Sorry, that was a total (laughs) retrograde of my brain, but I wanted to mention that. Okay, back to the chart. I think the point is that this chart is driving its own agenda. In other words, it's going to feature what it wants to feature. It's going to trigger what it wants to trigger, and all of that is 
uh, I think, according to a bigger macro theme. Now, there is going to be this other spotlight, and we'll start on it today, and then we'll finish it up tomorrow. So this will be kind of a part one, part two, and that is that Venus goes retrograde. Okay, the numbers. Venus turns retrograde tomorrow morning at 2.44 a.m., so this will be while most of America is asleep, you will wake up to a Venus going backwards. How often does that happen? Well, it occurs every about year and a half, and it lasts six weeks or 42 days. So that puts Venus in retrograde the least of the fast-moving planets, which magnifies its action. Mars is retrograde the next least amount of time. It goes retrograde later in the summer. And then, of course, the next one to come along, which goes retrograde three times every year, is Mercury. So, Mercury is the one that gets all the press, I guess because it happens so frequently. But the point is, if you feel, quote-unquote, if you feel or experience a Mercury retrograde, as far as technology or communication getting kind of messed up, etc., then just think about three times almost that much, quote-unquote, effect from Venus. And, of course, the spotlight here is going to be relationships, and money. Now, when we break that down, we are looking at two different elements in the chart. Now, this is why I say we'll do the part two of this tomorrow. So the technicals on this is that the retrograde begins at 21 degrees Gemini. It will be in retrograde until June 25th when it will turn direct, and then it will be until July 29 until it retraces its steps back to 21 Gemini. Right about in the middle of that, so the first week of June, it will conjunct the sun. So this is where astrology gives you kind of an, an advantage, if you will. <laughs> it gives you a heads up. Because if any relationship issues or any monetary issues come up, you are going to see them less clear until the first week of June more clear around the first week of June, and then it will take the rest of June and July into the first part of August to kind of work that through. Does that make sense? And the biggest reason for that is because we have this sign-based square the entire time with Neptune and Pisces. So we've talked about Neptune and Pisces being in square to Venus on here already, because it really started last week, and because Venus was slowing down to go retrograde, it never really moved. Venus is at 21 degrees, Neptune is at 20 degrees, and it will be the first part of June that Venus kind of moves out of that degree-based aspect. But it will be sign-based, and it only moves, well, to 5 degrees, so it gets 15 degrees out, if that makes sense. So, yeah, by degree, you can't call that an orb. So it will move out of that orb in the last three weeks of the retrograde. So basically, the latter part of June, it will kind of ease up. You'll get the conjunction with the sun, and then it will move out of that direct influence of Neptune. So things will get a lot clearer in both of these areas the latter part of June. I think that's the best way to frame that up and the best place to leave this one. We'll talk about more of the implications of it in tomorrow's podcast. Hope you have a great day. 
And we will see you again tomorrow to talk about this very important retrograde in 2020. Venus in Gemini.